0: it's weird how how they kind of got well it's not weird but it's it's interesting to look back on how a lot of their properties kind of went in different directions after the acclaim business went under and um Mm -hmm. which things you know kept on running and which things didn't um i have to look it up was mortal kombat acclaim i cannot Uh, remember i feel obviously they went to warner brothers
1: Yeah. yeah um the, oh, they tended to NetherRealm Studios, didn't they? Oh, they were the ones that, mm-hmm. would,
2: yeah, so I do in the
1: Mortal Kombat, yeah.
2: was Alien Three on the Mega Drive a as well? Like publisher, not so not developer. Mega Drive. I think to so, yeah. I, let's List of Acclaim
0: of games. Yeah, go. let's find out. Let's find out. WWF WrestleMania, yeah, the WrestleMania, the wrestling games, of course, they were a Yeah, mm. that's what we talking about before. Yeah, Mortal Kombat Two was um, was a claim, and Mortal Kombat One, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Mortal Kombat's for a claim um, before before they went under. Um, and they had quite a lot of licenses. A heck mm-hmm. of a lot of licenses. Turok was an acclaim again. So it looks like Night Dive have got quite a lot of the acclaim um, properties.
2: Oh, we'd like, like to it think they've got access yeah, like, to it. But but again, like I'm wondering where they got the original source from. Like, some, someone who worked on the game must have kept a private copy of everything, right? Because, like, I feel like that's going to become the way that, you know, like in the early 2000s, there were a lot of stories about, oh, the last episode of X TV show was found in someone's loft. At least it happens over here in the UK anyway. We yeah. found in someone's loft. Like, there's, I think that there's going to, I feel like there's going to be a lot of that over the next 10, 15 years. Like, oh, wow, we just, because like there was a story, I want to say 2008, one of the people who worked on, the, the sorry, the developer of the original Prince of Persia, Found a eight and a half a series of eight and a half inch floppy disks. Was it for, whatever it was? Eight and a half, three and a quarters whatever it was. The big floppy disks in his garage, and was like, huh, this has the original source code and all of the original files for it, and I have no way of reading the data. Internet, help me out. And you can. And there was a huge. It took about six months for someone to source a drive and to be able to uh, ghost the images. That's copy the, data, the entire data off without altering it, um, and then forensically sort of investigate, and then get all of that up online. You can go to a GitHub page and read through the source code, if you want, because someone found those original files. And I feel like that's going to be the next thing. Um, I know that um, you can f- I found uh, the original code for uh, the original Crash Bandicoot on the PlayStation, because hmm. someone was like, oh, I found this, and... On an old computer in the garage. I'd better upload it. Like I feel like that's gonna be the next thing that happens uh, okay. for all of these older games.
1: Okay, so new round robin. All right, I'll start with this because I'm I'm suggesting it. Night Dive Studios. Oh. Alright. What game you'd love to see them redo? Now I've got one to kick us off, all right? But what game from the past that you loved that you'd love to see them redo? Okay, so I'll give you two time to think about this. I'll start us off. No one lives forever. I've got the distinct feeling they're not going to be able to get the rights because I don't know if anyone's got the bloody rights for it. But um, I so would...
2: Just to quickly... Uh, so technically 20th Century Fox had the rights, which means Disney have the rights. So um, maybe.
1: So Agent Archer is a Disney princess now. Anyway, so... <laughs> um, I would love to see a redo of that because I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones because... Jay bought it, and then I acquired it for my shelf, I've actually still got the CD copy of the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, I don't have an optical drive in my PC, no, more. but that's never stopped me before. Um, But I've still got it, and I'm pretty sure I'd be able to hack it together to work on Windows 10. Um, But I've still got that. I would love it. Just just to, not even HD upscaled or any of that, just to, to be able to have it accessible now on formats like Steam or GOG or all the other ones because I can't remember them. I'd love to, for people, I mean, assuming GOG, it's not on GOG, assuming it isn't because I don't know if it is or not, but I'd love everyone to have access to it again because who doesn't want to be hurtling down the streets of, I can't remember where it was, on the back of a tricycle? While a a big hefty Scottish dude rides drives you on a tricycle down the street while you're chasing someone who's firing at you with a rocket launcher. Who doesn't want that?
0: Exactly. Would Would you like good news or bad news?
1: Uh, hit me with a bad first. I
0: can give you both because I also awesome. so on, bad um, news first. Come on on it on. Well, no, that's the good news, and then it goes into the bad news. So, the good news, apparently, is that Night Dive Studios filed trademarks with the US Patent and Trademark Office for The Operative, No One List Forever, A Spy in Harm's Way, and Contract Jack, all for video game-related uses. The bad news is this was back in 2014, and they've done nothing with them since. Yeah,
2: but, I mean, the considerable effort it takes to remaster one of these games... Remasters takes time, yeah. This is very true, but... They want to stagger those releases because if they release everything at once, no one's going to buy anything. But I see what you mean.
0: Yeah, that's true. But also, there's been no if they actually have the rights to that, to be able to do that. Like, it's I don't know what happened of that because, like, the Wikipedia page only says that um, they responded to the rumors by saying the company could not comment on future releases for the time being. Um, Kick later revealed that they had indeed been working on trying to acquire the publishing rights for No Forever in its sequel to the point where they had the original source code to construct a remake of the title, but they could not get the three companies who stake in the game's IP Activision, 20th Century Fox, and Warner Brothers to negotiate the rights.
1: Nah. I'm still hopeful, uh, right? And if not, <laughs> I've still got the original game discs, so I don't care. Uh, <laughs>
2: that's what I mean. Like, how'd they get the original source code? Because, because. Video game companies in the 90s and the early 2000s weren't great about keeping their source code around.
0: Apparently, that is Night Dog Studios' whole thing. Um, Mm. It was started by a guy called Stephen Kick... Uh, he was a character artist with Sony Online Entertainment. This is from the Wikipedia page, so yeah. if any of this is incorrect, listeners, you can go shout at Wikipedia rather than me.
2: I mean, Stephen, <laughs> yeah, hang on, I mean, Stephen, do get in touch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he took time to travel around the world, bringing some video games uh, along with him to find inspiration, but was surprised that he could not find a legal way to acquire System Shock Two, which had been fallen into abandonware. he began investigating the situation for this, discovered that the IP was hung up between EA and Meadowbrook Insurance Group, who had acquired the assets to Looking Glass Studios after their closure, mm-hmm. and um, Kirk then approached Me- uh, Meadowbrook to negotiate the rest to System Shock 2, and agreed, and that's how we founded the studio. So the studio has literally been founded on finding old games that are possibly in abandoned wear, and then negotiating to bring them back to modern audiences. So if anyone's uh, experienced in getting these games, then like so, yeah. I'd be interested to find out how the full process behind it, but that's basically their whole thing. So <laughs> they're clearly experts in how how to find and track down these old licenses and games and getting them
1: re-signed. Sweet. So uh, who's going next? I've got a feeling that I just took Bee's
2: Thunder with that. You
0: absolutely, yeah. you absolutely took the one I would have gone for. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if I can think of another one, but I- I'll keep thinking for now.
2: Okay. Um, I I would echo. So I'm I'm on the uh, official uh, Night Dive Discord server. Uh, they have a Discord server where you can talk directly to the devs, the support folks or whatever but also it's full of fans who like want to chat about the games and hmm. um, there was someone on there, I, I apologise to the person in advance.
0: Just saying, by the, way, by the way, I'm just saying, just to interrupt you sorry, if, if you are on the Discord or if you just speak to developers get one of them on the podcast man like, ask, ask him. ask him how, how do they do it? Ask them how so, they get the rights to the old...
2: Great. Uh, I feel like I'm going to say something that Squidge is going to say, here, but stop it! <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm just never never be... never challenge or dare a fool as well. As
1: stop giving him f- ideas.
0: Hey, hey! Right? I'm saying I'm saying that po- people want to listen to that podcast of how night die behind the scenes of how night die, get the rights to old games, and get into. It. I think
1: that'll be that'll be a good uh, episode for you. There you go. I, c- I could understand that, but still, stop encouraging him. There's the content. <laughs> Thank me later.
2: Exactly. Checks in the mail, B. Checks in the mail. Dang leg. Yeah, dead (laughs) leg. You open it up and it's just my leg just comes out and JCPD kicks you in the (laughs) So, yeah, um, I'm going to echo something that um, someone on the Discord server had said. And I'm going to apologize because I've just looked you up and I'm going to mispronounce your name. I know it. But Kuhuli, thank you for the idea because you're absolutely spot on. And that is... What if night dive got a hold of nightmare creatures? Oh yeah, that's that's mm. mine. That's night, pick. Nightmare, nightmare creatures in uh, back. a modern resolution. That is going back. Yeah, I remember modern playing modern. that
1: on PC, keyboard controls. Man, I,
0: rem- I remember playing the demo of that on PS One. Like one of the old demo discs, one of the first demo discs I think had that. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah, that again similar era of that sort of. 3d platformer just lining the ropes of how a 3d platformer action game can be but yeah i feel like that like set a, a good a, a decent enough pre- like it wasn't the best game but it set a, it had a decent enough start and a decent set the bad in it yeah well, mm-hmm. i don't know if yeah i guess set the set, set a set a level for for games following it to try and match whether it was successful is a different matter but like yeah it definitely it definitely had potential there
2: Mm. I also have another complete fantasy one that will never happen because Night Dive won't be able to do it. Um, and I feel like uh <laughs> You say like Al- I'll slap you. No. Um, I feel like Alex and Neil will probably agree with me it's never gonna happen, but Dino Crisis. Like, could you imagine, right? You take Dino Crisis and build it in the RE engine, just how realistic and completely frightening those dinosaurs would be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I think that Night Dive? Uh, this is nothing against Night Dive whatsoever. Mm. Um, but I think that that Dyna Crisis in the Iron Engine. I, I'm 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 sure that someone at Capcom is looking into that. What a studio, a team, is gonna be surely got to be looking into because mm. they've make, they, they've acknowledged the uh, the fan demand for that before. And I would be very surprised if Capcom don't announce some sort of that either Dino Crisis remake project or an entirely new Dino Crisis game with the ARRI engine, probably for, even possibly as soon as, I, not like immediately after Village, but in terms of for the next project to work on once Village is out the door. All
1: I'm going to say is, of time of recording, a couple of weeks ago, the soundtrack for the original Dino Crisis and Dino Crisis 2 yeah. was released on Steam for purchase.
0: Yeah. And Capcom mm. filed some Dino Crisis trademarks last year.
1: Not trying to start any conspiracy theories or anything, nope. but if they were going to do it, the signs are there. The,
0: the signs. That they're Dino Crisis sign? sucks. <laughs> 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 they're, they're, like, like I said, nothing, like, nothing, at, nothing at the Snake Dive, but I think that a Dino Crisis remake in the IRE engine is a thing that will could actually happen. And. Mm-hmm probably going to be done by capcom like i yeah. do i do see them wanting to dip their fingers in especially after the success of resident evil 3 remake resident evil 2 remake i mean two more than three obviously um but uh, with the resident evil stuff this year i mean obviously the focus is on resident evil this year because it's the anniversary of resident evil it has to be obviously you know they're, they're not going to Announce much Dino Crisis thing this year, but yeah, I would be very surprised if, after all this twenty fifth anniversary of Resident Evil stuff is over, they are. If it isn't already in progress, then they will ser- they will seriously be looking into a Dino Crisis remake or some something with the Dino Crisis property mm-hmm. that they you know that people f- clearly want. You know, like I say, the demand is there.
2: there. I, I could perhaps see it as a complete reboot mm. because. I mean, a lot of people like to pretend that the Christmas Three doesn't exist, but putting the control system and the gameplay stuff to one side, the story went absolutely bonkers. Right? I mean,
0: the yeah. thing is, they have like they did with the Resi Two, Resi Three remake. They have the chance to do a remake but change the story mm-hmm. and, and change the canon. To make so, it feeling, yeah, exactly. They can yeah. tidy up the story. They can tidy up the loose ends. They can, they can cut that story, trim it down, add Thought stuff it to it. it. A, yeah, make, make, just make a better story and yeah. and still call it a remake. I and mean, uh, for the sake of listeners damn, doing air quotes, mm. do a remake of Dino Crisis. And, yeah. you know, I, I think it's a bit of a, it's almost a bit of a no-brainer. I know that there's, the thing is, I know there's a, the next project supposedly on the plate is a Resident Evil 4 remake.
1: Ah, a choice of an avid gun collector.
2: It's a nice gun, stranger.
0: But now we have know about, um, just announced this week, Oculus Quest 2's Resident Evil 4 VR. The funny thing is, we don't now we know that's happened, it's been confirmed that that's going to be using um, remastered textures and, and et cetera. So it's currently unknown if the rumours that were, over the past year, persisting about a Resident Evil 4 remake, Which were the- actually referring to that. Mm-hmm. We're not sure, because Capcom aren't saying either way yet. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Resident Evil 4 Remit could be coming, but it might just be Village thing. Who knows? Yeah. But, yeah, I do think that Dino Crisis is somewhere up there in that things of uh, that Capcom have got, like, keeping their eye on or have their fingers in ready to strike at something mm-hmm. there, because they've, they've acknowledged the massive fan
1: demand for it. mm mm-hmm. I'll make John
2: much happy, on it? I mean, that's all we've got to do is just get 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 on Twitter, right? At Capcom JP, at Capcom US, at John Muncher, at Susie Sphere Hey, Diana Crest's remake now. Waffling Taylor sent me, don't do that. Don't do, it. do it. Do <laughs> it. Do it now. But, Can of I mean, web has just opened. That's all you've got to do. You just gotta um, show that there is a demand for it. Because obviously, you know, I think I think we mentioned I think I, I I've talked to several Games devs uh, over the last year or so about this and just just the the the, the actual cost of making these titles is astronomical and every company I, I have I have a rant almost ready to go for this about every company will only do it if the costs outweigh the benefit uh, sorry if the benefits outweigh the costs yeah. and they see that it's going to make oodles of money so they can stick it in their ears and go. <laughs> all afternoon if they can do that then yes they will they will consider going ahead and making something but if there is no demand for it or if there is no market for it or if there's no chance of actually selling it because no one's going to buy it because they're all going to pirate it or they're all going to you know do whatever then you know no company is going to put the effort in to actually make it so if you want something like this to happen let them know i guess keep that fever pitch running And it will tell the people who are making these things, hey, we want another one. We want another one, right? Because the only reason that um, things like uh, Call of Duty gets another another re-release every year, or the reason that FIFA gets another re-release every year, is literally because there is a demand for it. Hmm. If you can provide that demand, if you show that there is a demand for it, then I'm sure that the companies who are involved in these things, Capcom for Diana Remake, whoever for whatever game you want, will actually go in and put the effort in, as long as you can show that there is a market for it. Supply
0: and demand 101.
2: Absolutely. Economics 101. Yep. Mm. There you go. So what would yours be? Your your thing that you would love Night Dive to remake, if they could, if they could? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Not gonna Absolutely. lie, I've oh, oh, forgotten about me. No, um, <laughs> cause I'm really, I am really struggling to think you now because definitely would have uh, definitely jumped on that No One Lives Forever band uh, bandwagon. I will uh, fa- fly the flag for that game until I die because you know, that was such a good game. I remember um, dreaming it exactly. You know, God, that I mean, I'm looking Hell back. A I'm back. At you while you were. How fighting. was how was that six years ago, man? How was that six years ago? That's <laughs> that's
2: insane. players a good. pegatory you know, careful me you're starting to sound like an old man
0: now oh mate just <laughs> get off like, my lord oh what was making me feel old the other day I tell you what, I to, again with peek behind the curtain what i was doing before uh we we started recording today i don't even know really why I just found the link on my youtube and was just had it on in the background while i was eating my breakfast was um natty's tv adverts just having them on in the background and it made me feel so old this one with, like, Nicholas Lindhair sabotaging a uh, mobile phone that had, you know, black and white screen and and uh, <laughs> pu- push buttons. Let me say, like, Am I gonna... and then immediately followed by a Littlewoods Index uh, advert <laughs> uh, for the old catalogs. I... I'm like, God, do you remember when we couldn't buy stuff from home except from a catalog, Littlewoods Index catalog? Oh,
1: and then and you went into the town centre, and if it wasn't in Argos, it would be in uh, Index.
0: Well one of the just to try and vaguely uh, crowbar this in, into the topic of the podcast, um one of the things on the pages of, 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 of the index at the showed you, the index calendar showed was a game gear. It was like the latest the latest toys, the latest games. And I'm just like, remember Game Gears, man.
1: Jesus Game Gears. <laughs> exactly like console. Enjoy all half an hour of battery power you have with the game that takes more I, than forty minutes. Not-
0: I still can't get over the fact that, that you know there's, there's people. There's no children left on Earth who were born before uh, the PS2 because the PS2 is eighteen years old.
2: Yep, The PS2 <laughs> so, is old <laughs> enough to drink.
0: Yeah, so there's the, ev- ev- every child on the planet. There, there are no children, rather, on the planet who were born before the PS2. And I'm just like, my Stop Jesus Christ.
2: Welcome to the nostalgia cast. Ah,
0: welcome to welcome to the realize uh, our own mortality cast. (laughs) Oh Jesus! I'm uh, we're we're all in our mid thirties and we're all going downhill.
1: (laughs) Speak for yourself.
0: I'm still twenty
2: one. To quote Colonel Sherman Teapotter, whatever I've got left falls away. (laughs) Hair, teeth.
1: Pride, self-esteem, <laughs> shoe size,
2: toenails—absolutely.
0: <laughs> I know that, and I still haven't answered the night like, dive
2: question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, uh, if you can't think of something. Then maybe that means that. Just say that, dizzy. The... <laughs> Perhaps...
0: I like dizzy. I've got to
1: say. I, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, I appreciate. You take that back right now.
0: I appreciate him and his his uh, contribution to the world of gaming. Just not a series that ever clicked with me, to be honest. Just never, never got into the Dizzy games.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's fair enough. But like, if you if you legitimately can't think of something, then that must mean that you know. PC gaming in the 90s was pretty... pretty. No, I was going to go the other way. Pretty solid, right? You've got Half-Life comes out in 97. Yeah, 97. Doom back in 95, 94. Doom 93, got... I think. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah, because uh, Wolfenstein was 91. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're right, 93 for Doom. You got... Um, in, uh...
1: GDI disk detected. To play the Brotherhood of Nod missions, please insert the Nod disk.
2: Command and Conquer, you got. I think, I think it, it was weird, right? I think the video gaming industry really started properly by the Brits in the 80s, and then it all shifted over to America in the 90s. I mean, I
0: feel, I feel like there's a degree of, especially for our age, is is that most of the games that we would like to see get a remake from when we were kids are being remade <laughs> you've got mm-hmm. you've just mentioned doom you've got doom eternal which is you know, and I know it's not literally a remake but you know what i mean it's like it's back again and it's it's doing the same thing now so could, could we don't I? really need the doom remake and to be fair they have actually re-released doom again on the new consoles uh you've got the 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 what was the other one you said? Doom. We
1: said Half Life. Um, Command,
0: uh, Command, and... Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer is about g- getting a remake. You know, at the moment, It mm-hmm. just just about come out. I'll, um, I'll
1: throw in two honourable mentions on the bees behalf of games that came out when Star we were Pram-
0: younger, yeah? and, and Diablo Two mm-hmm. again, remix. Yeah, you know, all, all the games that we liked when we were kids are already being remade.
1: <laughs> I'll throw in two honourable mentions. Okay, first of all, Unreal Tournament. They haven't been one of them for a while there hasn't but But going back to like the first one not unreal but unreal tournament yeah
0: yeah yeah, but they did they kind of did an unreal tournament not a remake but a new unreal tournament they did that and nobody nobody really took on and then Fortnite came out the exact same year and The
1: the other one i can't remember what it was the specific name of it but it was a, a Star Trek Voyager game where you played as Special Forces. You mean
2: Elite Forces? Elite, Star Force. That's elite the one. Forces.
1: Star yeah. Trek Elite oh, Forces. Elite Forces. That would be pretty sweet. I think... Not a complete reboot, but like a, a Night Dive special. I believe
0: there is a remaster of Elite Forces. I might be wrong, but I believe I, I saw don't something know,
2: about one. I don't know, but but again, yeah. I've, I've got the original
0: disc for that. So I, I will have Go to away. look up, because I remember something. It might just be... I might just be thinking... am sure it's the original. Steam as well, the original, isn't yeah. it? I was going to say, I might just be thinking of a... Um, like a good old games re... Mm. what's the word? Where they just make it work on modern machines. Yeah, g- they patch it up. What what's it called again?
2: Elite Forces. That's the sound of the internet, folks.
0: Uh, and released for free, is that the same thing?
1: So That's abandoned wire, isn't it?
0: Commu- c- a community Effort. Last Outpost.
1: So sort of high def packs and a few bits
0: and bobs. Let's uh, put the, word. Word. Been the, been the on CBS award the rights to Star Trek and any spin-off games plus the original developer Raven Software granted permission for this kind of re-release eight years ago.
1: Whoa. So it, uh, it could be in the
2: works We you don't so, Steven, get in touch. We'll put you in touch with the, <laughs> the people that these just found that could be maybe the next project.
1: If anything, you know, retro gaming nostalgia is a very powerful tool and if you can tap into it, people will flood to get it.
0: Yeah. You know? Like a, a lot of, again, a lot of the other games are getting remade of that we already
1: know about because of that. I mean, um, like, exactly. Ca- I mean like case in point, Streets of Rage 4 came out, you've yeah. got the uh, Diablo two okay. resurrection stuff. Yeah, so I'm gonna say and cool. I've
0: just oh, announced I yeah that's again that'd be another one that I would have submitted it uh, would be Teen Mutant to Turtles, arcade game and that's already mm-hmm. happening. Again okay. <laughs> We're getting we're getting another one of those everyone's we're stealing your it. thumb to that's what it is. Everyone's
2: stealing <laughs> so, what they've done is they've set up a secret microphone in your bathroom so that when you're having a shower in the morning you have these ideas, they're stealing your ideas.
0: I wouldn't even say ideas. I think they're just looking back at my life, at the games I've played in my life, and goes, "Do them again. Let's do that one again. Let's do that so, again." Make
2: another game that they would would want to buy.
0: There is an argument that uh, you know there are no new ideas anymore because everyone's just re-releasing the old stuff, and there is some merit to that. But um, at the same time, you know, I am I, I, for for a really bloody topical example right now. Um, depends how long uh, before this releases uh but pokemon snap new pokemon snap it's not a remake but bringing back pokemon snap hell yeah and i'm all in for that i have that already pre-ordered and already downloaded on my switch ready for release next week at the time of recording Mm -hmm. um pokemon snap like let's be honest it's not exactly gonna be it's not the sort of game that you'd think everyone like that that's got there that'd be known for being such a um initiative title or like something brand new but it's people want the nostalgia hit and people want that game it's gonna be good i'm look really looking forward to it mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to a, a new a new entry in that series the fact that it's been 20 years and we haven't had one in between is kind of amazing in a lot of respects because it's not as if there haven't been pokemon titles you know between and um, there's so many bloody pokemon to to to, to put in it now um
1: I'd like to think that um, there's going to be, because the original thing for Pokemon Snap was to have 64 Pokemon in it, but yeah, they couldn't yeah. get 64 Pokemon in it. Nah. So it was like 58, 62 range, I think. I think.
0: F- I think it's 50 and Muse. I think it's 51. But don't Yeah, that. so they couldn't get
1: everything in, but it was all like different areas and you were like rolling can. Took yeah, it, it was, Through holes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I'd like to think they can fit a lot more in. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, f- these days.
0: from what I've seen of uh, new Pokemon Snap so far. The base uh, thing is exactly the same as it was. Obviously, there are a lot of new features and a lot of new stuff to bring it back up to modern day. Of course, there are now filters and and frames and stickers and what have you. And there's also, you know, the, the, it's a whole new region and everything. So it's, I guess once want to make clear, it's not a remake. But mm. it is that the fact that they haven't even said it's Pokemon Snap 2. They've just called it New Pokemon Snap. Shows to me a clear indication that they want this now to be like the almost you know the de facto thing when you think Pokemon Snap going forward.
2: Oh, I have a camera. I can take pictures of those little furry battling creature things. Hangs on, here it is. Ah, my eyes, I'm blind.
0: And you know, it's it's going to work, and it's tapping into that nostalgia that we had, and people who have never played Pokemon Snap before, too young to remember Pokemon Snap get this whole new cool thing. So, you know, I don't... As as much as you can complain, oh, there's no new ideas anymore, whatever. the Don't get me wrong, like I say, there is some merit to that, but tapping into this nostalgia uh, vein that's going through, I think, is just something that is brilliant in terms of letting us see new, way, new ways of doing old things. Yeah. If that makes sense, you know, and g- giving... Thing's a new lease of life for a new generation. that didn't get to a breath of fresh that, air. Though.
2: to yeah. an old IP,
1: Yeah,
2: I'm left wondering though whether new Pokemon Snap is coming about partially because of um, the zeitgeist of photo mode in a lot of games now. Yeah, I think maybe Probably. that's related. Yeah. You know, I think like, I uh... think
0: uh, new Pokemon Snap is going to be brilliant. I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's already going to be selling absolutely incredibly, and again, it's similar. It's funny that it's coming out now, a sort of similar time period to Animal Crossing did last year. And we know how Animal Crossing absolutely did mm. huge for Nintendo. It was like the biggest selling Nintendo game ever. Mm. Um, and yes, it was helped by lockdowns, et cetera, et cetera. But especially the timing as well, given that we're starting to be let outside again. It's funny, really, that, that, that's, that that's happened then and the timing for that. But um, that sort of game where there's no... I that there's no sticks, but, you know, the sticks are low. It's nice and relaxing. It's not a game that requires too much boom, boom, boom. It's just a nice chill-out sort of thing experience for the summer and on a Switch, and the consort's doing brilliantly for them. It's kind of this whole mixture of things that have timed out perfectly for Nintendo, and I think it's going to work really well. Sort of Nintendo. the
1: epitome of it is going to be a casual game. Pick yeah. it up, do what you like, take but a few gonna, photos. You know. It's
0: going to be a casual game. That does incredibly well. It's going to be a not just a. I don't even think it's going to be. I, mean, I think it. W- I mean, I think it will sell absolutely millions in the first week, whatever, first couple of weeks. But I think it's also going to have an incredibly long tail because mm-hmm. it's just a, a game that you can just get. You don't feel. I'll say you don't feel like you're missing out by getting it, not getting it in the first week when you see all the stuff on social media, of course you will, you'll feel like, oh, you've got, I've got to get this because look at all these people taking cool pictures on social media. But then it also has that sort of, like I say, the longevity that, that you kind of want in, well, from a business perspective that you want in in a game, but also in terms of, um, all having, having that always installed on your switch when you just want to break away from everything and just have a relaxing half an hour doing something low you pressure, low energy. Out. Exactly, and you just yeah. need, especially like I say, especially in the times that we're currently in, where you just want some escapism
2: mm.
0: at its most basic level there's some easy, cool and... Very chilled. Chilled escapism. escapism. That is going to be of the usual high Nintendo quality, I would hope. Obviously that's speculation, I'm saying this a week before it comes out I might be proven run wrong next week and it comes out and all the reviews say s*** but um, <laughs> there's one for the swear jar. Big, seriously. <laughs>
1: language like that I want honestly to, right? I got the the beat language
0: like that right. the beat machine's just going on overdrive now this is uh <laughs> you're gonna say just
1: it, just it's making like, my job harder that's
2: all
0: you're doing
2: he's not doing
0: very well this week <laughs> jamie's just like they're, they're going right this is going to be about 50 minutes in the show notes where it says here's your warnings for the swears <laughs> type 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 but yeah uh, um uh, also i will quickly say on the pokemon Snap tangent before we move on is um
2: no we ain't moving on you hold your horses i have been working my butt off trying to bleep the pair of you and i would appreciate some time without you swearing cut me some slack for f sake
0: have you seen the fujifilm printer that's coming for the nintendo switch so i'll show you guys now they're releasing a printer for the nintendo switch like do you remember Game by printers
1: Yes, they're, they're Never had doing. One, always wanted one. Yeah, same with the they're
0: camera. They're kind of doing one for the Switch. It's not exactly that because it's the one that already exists as a smartphone printer, but they've done an official collaboration with Nintendo, and this is going to be the. I'm just throwing uh, the link. The link will be in the description of the episode um, of a yeah printer that comes with. It's got a little bit of a Nintendo color scheme, but it also comes with an app allows you to add filters to the photos and you you can transfer your photos the screenshot sorry from your switch to your phone and then print it out on this um with all these little filter things on it now one thing that i haven't uh, noticed um since i went th- the the publisher story there's is a bit that's not mentioned here anymore that was when it was first mentioned so i'm worried this is not going to come to the uk for whatever reason but it also comes with a Pikachu. Uh, a version of it you can buy with a Pikachu case. Uh, so I'll send send you the link to the Australian version where they still have the case listed. Are we talking? This
1: so, is already out. Why didn't you tell me about you know, this it's, before?
0: It's coming. It's coming out the end. It come out the same day as Pokemon Snap, so it's perfect for new Pokemon Snap. Um. So yeah, that second link there that I have uh, sent to the uh, both of you that is so the cute. <laughs> PKQ <laughs> case that you can get for it as well. It's disgustingly cute, <laughs> is what that is. <laughs> Pre-ordered oh, from See, so- so it's funny. Australia are not available until mid-May, whereas 30th of April for the UK. But yeah, um, it's it, like again, it's just tapping into nostalgia. You remember the Game Boy Printer? Eh? Like, like um, don't get me wrong. People who don't have the nostalgia are going to be wanting this because it's so cool, and yet <laughs> those of us with nostalgia are going to be thinking game Boy printers do game Boy printer man. <laughs> like even though it's not <laughs> technically an official um hardware product of Nintendo because it's made by it's Internet, still it, up, yeah it's it's the it's the it's it, it is a, an officially uh, collaboration thing so it's still it's as close as we're gonna get to an official Nintendo switch camera
1: uh, I, sorry, I printer. I just want Nintendo to bring out a peripheral where you've got to play a game with a link cable <laughs> to, teach, to teach people nowadays, what a nightmare that was Th- back in that, the day. That will be nostalgia.
0: I mean, technically, I think you can. Um, I think you can link uh, a couple of switches via a cable.
1: I stop think giving me ideas. I have to look that up. <laughs> it's not Stop. It's 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 encouraging just, me. I you know. tell
2: you about switch. Just build your own cable. That's I mean, you can not plug not an RJ45 into the switch.
0: <laughs>
1: so you can. Yeah, you can. with a with an adapter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's how Jay does his uses an adapter for a, yeah. a massive holy b- level speed plug on the wall, so.
0: But yeah, I, I definitely want that printer, and I really hope that the Pikachu thing, because like I said, the, the Pikachu thing was definitely on there. The funny thing is, um let me just see if I can find
1: it, see if it's uh, right, well, not, well, not I'm, I'm going to need that link off you for later purposes, for nefarious evil plants purposes, but <laughs> I, I, def- <laughs> I definitely want that little printer because it looks handheld, and it looks like it runs on them, like
0: Polaroid paper. Yeah, it's it's it uses Instax. Uh, what should call it? Instax uh, special film things. Instax yeah. Mini. D- definitely going to want that Se. Thing. Uh, Instax Mini SE. And I'm going to say I'm trying to look for the thing that I had the idea. There it is. Minilink SE. Now, if I got to Cached, is it remember the cache. It's twenty second of April, eleven forty one. Yeah. So yeah so if I uh, I'm just sending a link again in 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 the
2: editing
0: uh, audio content got <laughs> oh, audio content for people so if you look at the webcast version of Google of that page and you scroll down past the um past the co-op ready bit and there's a Ooh. Pikachu case bundle but if you look at that if you look at that same page now with the live version, Pikachu case bundle's Ooh. gone and I'm really hoping that doesn't mean oh, we're not going to bring that bit to the UK after all. Because <laughs> I'd be so mad. I'd be annoyed.
1: I mean, it's just a case. I'm pretty sure if you if don't come with one, someone on Etsy will make one for you.
2: Oh, oh it's not like you won't be able to import the case. Like, yeah, true. Well, yeah.
0: it's not Stand that I'm, I'm not worried about being able to import the case. I'm worried about it selling out. <laughs> so you won't be able to import the case because of yeah, the yeah. Dim- Sorry, my
1: language. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried <laughs> Again, that you won't be able to... F- I'm you. you? <laughs>
2: Oh, great. Now I'm bleeping blind. Everyone hold on. This is going to get bumpy.
0: I'm worried that I won't be able to import the case because the demand will be so high, I won't be able to get a hold
1: of one. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to want one of them.
0: It's weird because pre-orders are not seemingly available anywhere in the UK yet already. So they kind of have already sold out of the Pikachu one. So it's like, I guess <laughs> just... we got the press release saying that, that the... Uh, uh, pick bundle. So I was like, "Have you made a U10? Because they haven't updated us. Whether mm-hmm. they've made a U10 and decided, no, no, you know what? We're not going to have the pick bundle in the UK after all." And I'll be like, "So annoyed if that's the case."
1: I'll uh, I'll make room in my budget to get one of those things because they look quite doody
0: then. Hey, it does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, check, like, check you can already get three, cool. but it's but it's uh, you can already get it the printer, but not the Nintendo version. But if you already have the printer, you get um, you can get the app, and the app's free when the app launches and still have all the Nintendo stuff on it. But if you want the Nintendo color scheme of the red and the blue, um, inner bits, then you'd have to wait for the, for the, for the one on, I say you have to wait Friday, <laughs> so like five days, whatever from time recording six days.
2: No, that's really cool. I, I like that. We've, we've uh, ended up on a, a conversation about, uh, about, uh, nostalgia stuff. Yeah. I think you're right. I have thought I think, it. Well, I mean, I think just to, just to sort of close off what you said, I think the reason why a lot of the stuff that we played when we were younger is now being remade or brought back out is because obviously the people that played it <laughs> are now in a position to make stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And I think that's, that's, a, that's the beginning and end of it. Like you were saying about Stephen Kick from Nightdive, he's like, hey, I want to play this game whilst I'm traveling around, but there's no way to play it. So why don't I just figure out how to start up a studio and create almost like re-releases or remasters of these games so yeah. that I can play it totally. And and I think that's that's a part of it is that, and part of it is locking into that nostalgia. And I think Nintendo have always been really good at that. They mm. they've been really, really good at hey, do you remember this thing from back when you were a kid? Well guess what? We've got an even better version. Come and check it out. Pokemon and, Eevee and
1: Pokemon Pikachu.
2: Yeah, right. And and that's neither that's that's not a bad thing at all because it's new content for people to try out, and it introduces people who never played the originals or tried the originals to those originals, right? It gives them a chance to go and check them out. So I think it's a great idea all the way around. I don't like when it's it's done as a cash grab. It's been like, hey, it's been 20 minutes since this came out. Why don't we re-release it, call it a remaster or an upscale, like a lot of games for PS3 when they were released for PS4 30 seconds after they came out for PS3. No the less we say terrible. about Dungeon Keeper,
1: the better. Absolutely. <laughs> prime, prime example of how not to do it. Yeah.
2: yeah. But yes. Um, so that that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of the, of the podcast. Um B, give us a quick rundown of where people can come and uh, find find out more about you and the, the stuff that you're you're doing and into and stuff like that.
0: I do things all over the internet and uh and then somebody I...
2: cleans
0: it up. <laughs> Most of the time someone else has to clean it up after me. But <laughs> uh, mainly you can find me I'm on Twitter at the B, the underscore b t h e underscore b uh would be my main place to find me you can also find a lot of my work on videogamer.com where i am currently the resident newshound and um, please come and have a look at that and PlayStationTrophies.org and xboxachievements.com where we also have lots of interesting content for you to read and get your hands and fingers dirty on do it do it now do it go visit <laughs> Give it a grab.
2: That's right. Squeeze yeah, it. Fine. Don't say things like that, Squidge. <laughs> You'll get as marked as explicit again, and we'll be in trouble again. The great uh, internet uh, wow. sensors will come and knock on my door and ask me why I'm spreading such a smut. Right. Like a cat. We're the killer enough. vibe. <laughs> 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 That's me. I'm the vibe killer. Anyway, um, yes, thanks for listening to the show, everyone. I will put some links to some of the stuff that B does in the show notes so make sure to click through to those if you don't know where those show notes are head up to wafflingtailors.rocks and there will be a page with the same name as the episode with some duty artwork that goes with it and that will have a load of stuff in there if you want to find out more about us again wafflingtailors.rocks or facebook.com forward slash wafflingtailors or twitter.com forward slash wafflingtailors <laughs> and then i die um but yeah find all of those things click on those things and go to those things folks and uh, we'll see you again another time thanks for being with us b
0: not a problem thanks for having me
2: and thank you very much squidgy for being there and being awesome okay uh, see you later squidgy hello squidgy hello squidgy bye squidgy Intro music is Among the Stars by Muse Station Productions. Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by G.H. Spoiler break music is Spectrum Subdiffusion Mix by Phonics. Palette cleanser music is Breathe Deep Breathe Clear by Siobhan Deguet. See the show notes for more details. The Waffling Tailors podcast is a proud member of the J&J Media Network. To find out more about J&J Media, head over to jayandjay.media or check the show notes for a link.